Hey folks, if you like listening to Stumble Through, there's now a way you can support the show. Click the link in the show notes to make a once-off donation through the ACAST supporter feature. There's no ongoing commitment and you can give as little or as much as you'd like. I love making the podcast and I'd like to keep making it. So even if it's just the price of a coffee, every little bit helps. Thanks so much. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and community. I pay my respects to them and their cultures and to elders both past and present. How do you find the time when you can't find pause? A confirmation watch your face is gonna open some doors. You do what you gotta do and stumble through. Hello folks and welcome to Stumble Through, the podcast for young Australian adults trying to figure shit out. I'm your host, Paula Obrugia. I'm a writer, theatre creator and marketer. I am a short, round-faced white woman. We are travelling today because we are sitting on the floor of my dear friend's lounge room and I'm sitting here with my hair piled on top of my head because we're at that weird in-between stage of it's sort of clean but mostly not. So we're trying to make the most of like the volume and sort of clean look. <laughs> and today we are talking about how to make friends as an adult with Janani. Welcome, Jay. Thank you, Paula. Welcome back. This is your third time on the podcast. Thank you for giving me so much of your time. Oh, I love doing these with you. <laughs> Can you please describe yourself for the lovely listeners. Yes, my name is Jenny. I am a doctor at, now working at the Children's yes. Hospital. Oh my gosh, I should have introduced you as Dr. Jagannath. Nah. Je- Jagannath? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I am a short, round-faced, uh, brown woman. I'm Canadian, so that's the little accent that you might be hearing. <laughs> and I'm just so happy to be on my floor with Paula. <laughs> Well, thank you for having me and, and everyone who listens. So it's getting quite crowded in here. But, you know. <laughs> Have you stumbled through anything this week? Definitely. I've started my new job. So uh-huh. this hospital works with, it's mostly online and you take notes online and stuff. And the whole oh. computer system is different to me. So I've been you know, having to stop and be like, hey, can you show me this? And can you help me with that? And it's, But getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, no, it's really stressful to start a new workplace because it's not just, you know, the new job part of things. It's also like, oh, where do you put this thing? And yeah, I, I don't know about you, but you just feel so awkward about the most random things. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> where do I find this simple thing? Yeah. And processes take too long or yeah. a little bit longer than you'd like, but that's okay. Yeah, it is. It's all part of the experience, mm. right? Yeah. So I guess before we get stuck into the questions, the reason why I asked you on the podcast for this topic in particular was because we're both immigrants and we've both had to make friends in a variety of different situations, but within our adult lives. 
you probably more than me at this stage because you've moved around a lot, like not just for uni, but also for placements. Is it placement or is that another name uh, for it? Yeah, like rotations. Rotations. And, or even just work, yeah. 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 So I wanted to sort of get you on because you've had a lot of practice making friends. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And uh, the way we met was also kind of, you know... Yes. Yeah. Actually, that leads me on to my first question, which was, what are some of the unconventional ways and places that you've made friends? I guess, like, in broad terms, the most unconventional way I've made friends is, I like to say I steal other people's friends. <laughs> you steal other people's friends? Yeah. What, what is that? Just you like, just, like, put them in a bag and walk away with them? <laughs> I just... Because sometimes it's hard to make friends, but mm-hmm. if you've got, you know, a friend who's taking you to a party or invited you somewhere, then you get to meet their friends, and that's sort of how we met. Yeah. And then just, you know, you s- strike up a conversation, you see who you're vibing with, and then, you know, make plans to hang out or exchange numbers or Facebook or whatever it is, and... And voila, yeah. friends. <laughs> Surprise, it's just that simple. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, we we met, I think we might have told the story before, but I think it's good enough that we should tell it again. <laughs> we met when we were not so sober. <laughs> we were in a mutual friend's lounge or kitchen. I think it was sort of the end of the night because I remember it being very dark. <laughs> and... We somehow got onto the conversation topic of moles and checking for melanomas. Yep. <laughs> Skin cancer. Yeah. And I was like, I've got this. We learned that like a month ago. I'm an expert apparently now because yeah. I learned it in med school. And then well, yeah. you were definitely more of an expert than me. Nah. And then we just walked through the A, B, C, D, E's of... Oh, shit, Skin cancers. Oh, man, because I was like, on the way over here, I was like, oh, you know what? I should prove to her that I can remember this. <laughs> but now there's an E in there and I'm thrown. Um, okay, wait, no. So let me let me try this. So A is asymmetry. So if the mole is like not symmetrical. B is borders. And that's to make sure that you've got like a proper clean border around the mole and that it doesn't just like blend in or look a bit weird Mm -hmm. I guess yeah okay see is that contours or like color or something color yeah yeah so just making sure that it's all one solid color and that it's like the same color as all the rest of your mold yeah not really changing yeah and then d is diameter so it's you should you don't really have to worry or get it checked unless it you know is weird unless it's like bigger than a five cent piece was it I actually can't remember. (laughs) But even small ones, sometimes you have to watch out for. But yeah, yeah, I guess making sure it doesn't change. Yeah. But what's E? I think, maybe I'm making it up. (laughs) I didn't even go over this. I think E is like if it's elevated or... Oh, yeah, no, elevation. So that would be like the contours of it. If it's like bumpy in one bit, but not in the other. Mm. Ah, okay. And that was your crash course in how to check melanoma. Make sure that you guys do it. It is still sort of summer, I think, at time of release. Yeah. So, you it's, know. you know, one of the leading cancers in Queensland. So yeah, it's easy enough to get a skin check done once a year and should be done. Yeah. So do it. Do it. 
So you like to steal other people's friends. I think that other people would call that networking. Miss steal your friends. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I call it in my head. (laughs) Just nicely. Yeah. But like, it's not like you're taking them away from other people. No, no. Happy to hang out with, you know, the friend that introduced me to them and the new friends. Right. But yeah, networking. So it's not like a hardcore stealing. It's more just like you have pirated people's friends. Like we used to pirate DVDs and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Because otherwise I feel like the way you make friends is like location, like uni, Mm. school, work, a gym class, a spin class, like something like that. Spin class? That is such an American thing. What is, what is spin class? (laughs) What is that? It's just like a, a cycle class, Paula. Oh, okay. Okay, I was like, what, what is spinning? Because in my mind, oh. up until today, I was literally just like, wait, so do people... Is this like that thing where before you throw like the discus or something, like you hold on to a weight and it's at the... You know what I'm talking about, right? Like it's got yeah, a handle. Yeah, yeah. Like almost, and you just swing it. Yeah, it's got a handle and a long rope and then a a weight at the end and you like spin around and, and swing it. I'm like, is that, is that what no. Americans are doing? That sounds like a dangerous class, man. <laughs> no, just a cycle class. Okay. okay. <laughs> On stationary bikes, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> the wheels are spinning. Right. Got it. Got it. That took much longer <laughs> than I thought it would. Um, I guess, yeah. So, you know, more, I suppose, conventional places that we would meet and make friends is you're right places that we have to go to so work home the way to work the way home so if it's something incidental like yeah I I honestly think you're much better at that than I am what <laughs> why like, just like you strike up conversations with complete strangers like you know Real easy. Like, it's not, and um, I'm not saying this in a bad way, like, it's... Oh, no, very, no, I know. It's, it's just yeah. because I could talk underwater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, like, you just you get to the good stuff really quick as well, and it's... Oh, yeah. I mean, yesterday I, I had a conversation with a, a lovely person, um, but then I... <laughs> we were talking about how she was looking forward to seeing her remedial massage therapist because it was going to, you know, be like the good kind of pain and then she'd feel better afterwards. I was like, oh yeah, well, you know, just take a bath with Epsom salts or something. And then somehow I was like offering my bath, but my bath is at my parents' house. <laughs> so <laughs> then we were playing through the scenario of like... How she would take a bath How she would place. take... I was like, what the... <laughs> how did she end up in that? I mean, look, we were both laughing, so I still counted as a win, but I'm like, this was not my most charming moment. <laughs> But look, that, like, awkwardness is just life, isn't it? Yeah. And just embracing that is, I think, also important when you're trying to make friends. For sure. Hmm. You're right. So places that you'd usually go where it's a little bit easier to strike up those conversations because, you know, you have to talk to them for work or because you're in a project together at uni or at school or I suppose from then on we start getting into where else can we go where it's Mm. not compulsory to be there, you know? Like if you have housemates or stuff. So it would be like, you know, you mentioned spin class. So an exercise activity, the gym. Yeah. Even just like 
if he lived with housemates, like housemate dinners, and then yeah, yes, everyone he, brings someone. Yeah, or like games nights. Even like our house, they like playing board games a lot. So you just invite your friends, and they invite theirs. And that's an excellent way because board games means that you've got like something fun to do that's low stakes, but still you know, fun mm-hmm. and you've got an activity. So if the conversation dies, you can just focus on yeah. that. And like some, some games are really good at just bringing out like people's personalities. Like, Are you saying that you use like Monopoly and Uno as a test of people's personalities? <laughs> is this like, like psychometric testing for friends? <laughs> no, well, not necessarily, but you know, like we've all been in situations where you're in a room and there's like you know, the really loud, outgoing people. Mm. And then there's, like, the quiet, more chill people and people in between. And you can kind of suss out who you gravitate towards. Yeah, mm. that's fair. I mean, look, as a loud, outgoing person myself, I usually take it upon myself to pick on one of the quiet people and just go, you there, you and I are talking now. <laughs> and often I think quiet people... Or quieter people like myself <laughs> appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> so if any fellow loud people are listening, it is your civic duty to go and talk to the quiet ones. Because <laughs> we'll, we'll keep the conversation going. Mm. We'll, we'll ask enough questions to keep you talking so that yeah. we don't have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, excellent. So like game nights, perfect. If you've got gym or something... I don't want to give the advice of go and make friends at the gym necessarily because that is the last place that I want to talk to anyone personally. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that people at the gym who are regular gym goers, gymmers, I don't know, they will be able to spot me and my kind because I should basically just wear a t-shirt that says, don't talk to me. <laughs> like, I want to pretend that this is not happening. Yeah. Don't make eye contact. Don't talk to me unless you're like, hey, you're about to die. <laughs> <laughs> or no. like can I use that after you yeah I, like to be honest I don't think I've ever made friends with anyone at a gym or at mm. a gym class because you're right you like you either go there and you're like no one look at me no mm. one notice me or mm. you're there and you just don't you don't really want to have a chat with anyone you go do your workout and you leave mm. but like it might work for some people, I guess. Yeah, or I suppose if you do like a social class, like if you yeah. like do a regular Pilates class in the yeah. morning or something, then you can talk to people before and after or yeah. something like that. And like your instructor is almost obligated to speak <laughs> to you, so there you go. <laughs> oh my god, that is something that I get randomly embarrassed about sometimes when like instructors talk to me and like they correct my form, I'm suddenly like, oh god. <laughs> I think we all are here. That happened to me at a spin class once. And mm. I was like, no, no one looked. Mm. Just like, no, this is not happening. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other places that people could go. Oh, look, I mean, if you're religious, you know, church or mm. places where you worship, that could be a nice place. You could join a youth group there or like, you know, volunteering is also great. Yeah. Or even just clubs. Mm. Like, things you're interested in and then you find other people who you have the same interests like I think rock climbing is one example that I can think of not that I've used it but um, yeah I know some people like to learn like different dances and stuff and mm. that's kind of fun and yeah for sure I mean in Brisbane we have mad dance house 
which is good for, you know, dance classes and stuff. Mm. And then you're right, there's like rock climbing gyms and things, which do sound like they're super social. You could do volunteering, but you could also do a professional like networking thing, like a club. So there's like Brisbane Junior Chamber of Commerce and there's also JCI, which is Junior Chamber International. I mean, those are two professional networking groups but they also like actually help you build skills as well so Mm. a lot of their meetups will be like learn to do public speaking or let's talk about this issue or something so yeah Yeah. so you know just sort of having a google and joining some of that it's pretty pretty all right Mm. so i guess you know now we've we found the places be they conventional or unconventional (laughs) where we actually where is the most unconventional place that you've made a friend I don't know. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Put you on the spot. Well, I guess on a plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was flying back to Australia. But we're not good friends. But, I mean, he followed me on, like, Instagram or mm-hmm. something. So surely that counts, like, making a social media connection. Yeah, you know, if you talk a couple of times. Yeah, but yeah. It, was, it was... Probably not the best place to make a friend because that flight was one where most people wanted to sleep. Ah. And I was, you know, on the quieter side, not Mm. really talking heaps, but he just kept talking. Ah, he was a me. (laughs) He decided that you were going to be friends. (laughs) The guy behind us was not very happy. But it was okay by the end of the flight. He was like, oh, sorry, mate. Like, I didn't, like... I didn't mean to tell you to shut up. <laughs> I was just cranky because I hadn't had my eight hours. Yeah. No, I get it. But yeah, I, I guess that one. And then helped him figure out where to go after mm. getting off the plane and gave him a ride with a friend. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm trying to think about But I haven't that. really ever spoken to him again, so. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, friend in passing, you know? I guess mm. if you were going to go to a place that you both talked about, maybe you'd reach out or something. Yeah. Mm. It was really funny because I remember, like, I couldn't really hear what he was saying on uh, the plane either. Yep. And it took me a good, like, ten minutes to realize that he wasn't talking about a dog. He was talking about his daughter. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> do you want to be his friend? What do you mean? He was talking about his daughter like a dog what no (laughs) it was just i guess because i was maybe had like half asleep Mm. half awake like tired and then it was a bit hard to hear him because well i suppose children do behave in similar ways to animals yeah (laughs) (sighs) yeah i'm just thinking i i was late to this recording session because i had to clean up the mess that the kitten made in the kitchen we it was a candle she knocked over a candle and so there was glass everywhere and because the candle was like next to some containers of sugar and stuff like that had also sort of made a mess too so it was like great so I've got sugar and glass all over my floor fantastic heart of difference oh it was green thankfully so the candle it was a christmas present from a a dear friend of mine one of my oldest friends actually and she knocked it over and so it was easy to tell the glass but like yeah i can still burn the candle but it's still like dang it i think the weirdest place that i sort of made a friend was probably in line to so it was last year and i got a ticket to this event 
It was a screening of a, a show by this local legend, Mio Maigel slash Charlie Burrows. I adore her work. And she was holding this event for the screening of her latest short film. And I made a friend in the line to that event because I arrived. I asked the person who I was in front of me if she could check that my dress was zipped up or something. Yeah. I was just like, sorry, could you just check this? And then we started talking and now we're friends and we go for coffee and she is amazing. So Lena, if you're listening, I really appreciate your friendship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even when we've made those connections, one of the reasons why we struggle to make friends as adults is from what I've read, like a level of trust and also time I was gonna say it's gotta be time <laughs> yeah because even if you know you sort of make a connection and feel comfortable trusting that person to come out of your shell a little bit and yeah. be a little bit vulnerable now you've actually got to dedicate the time to making and strengthening those relationships mm. so I guess how do you make time for friends old and new mm. I was thinking about this earlier when we were talking about doing this podcast and I've honestly feel like in since covid it's been really really hard mm. and i've most of the time that i've had i've made for myself or mm. like people i'm really close with yeah who tend to be older friends so i don't know it's tricky but i know that if if there wasn't covid and if i was like you know very keen on getting to know new people that i've met i would you have to set aside time. It's just like setting aside time to brush your teeth or setting aside time to do your groceries. Like if making friends and getting to know people is something you want to do, you sort of do have to push yourself, especially if you're not the most outgoing person and actively, you know, leave the house. <laughs> leave the house unless, unless you invite people into your space then that, mm. that that's also one way to do it as well no you're so right and it's I think that we have this preconception because back in the days of school or even uni to a certain extent we were thrown together with lots of different people mm. and we were kept there so we had to make friends and friendships just sort of started organically mm -hmm. but the less opportunities that you have to be thrown together with lots of different people and kept there for an extended period of yeah. time. Like the less likely you are to have those organic friendships where you don't have to work at it. Like mm. friendship is hard work. Yeah. It, it always has been. And I don't understand why we think that it should be this easy, effortless thing because you're right. It involves time. And if you want to do it, and if you care about the people involved or if you value having friends then you have to work at it yeah yeah and and on that note it's also a two-way street mm. like you shouldn't be the only one putting effort in yeah because everyone deserves to have you know other people put some effort into that relationship too so i think recognizing that is important but yeah i think actually making time for it but then also, you know, you can message and video chat or, yeah. you know, play games online or do stuff like that as well. Yeah. Like you just have to find 
time and ways to do it that work for you. Mm. Like so many of my friendships are based almost solely on just sending memes back and forth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Particularly the long distance ones. Yeah. Because like, you know, it's it's not like you can meet up and go for coffee. Yeah. yeah. And bonding over like <laughs> Yeah, like the one that one thing, like it might be work or that, you know, difficult patient or mm. <laughs> nah but For sure you know the difficult situation that you came across at work or mm. yeah no you're right one of the easiest ways to strengthen a connection is to find even if it's just the one thing in common and just go for that you know like if you have a friend that you met at your rock climbing gym or something and that's the circumstances that you met in and so you have that in common but maybe you got close to them because I don't know you both like the great British bake-off then a super easy way Mm. to keep that relationship alive is to just keep sending memes back and forth to each other about like great British bake-off stuff or say oh have you seen the latest episode or something like that yeah it's yeah it doesn't have to be like and now I will invite them over for a five-course dinner no and that's so draining for some people also like having your friends in compartments in Mm. a way is not a bad way to start and then eventually you can you know merge them all if you want but (laughs) you're right (laughs) no there are those people who don't like their food touching on the plate yeah you can that's okay in general but it's also okay to do that with friends like it's okay to have these are the friends that I like these are my single friends you know these are the friends that I talk about dating and how annoying it is these are the friends that I talk about work with these Mm. are the friends that I talk about everything with or whatever because we've been friends for that long or this is the friend that I send memes back and forth to about dogs (laughs) yeah yeah and then don't put pressure on Mm. and and just see, you know, if they stay in that compartment, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then if, you know, you end up really enjoying that person's company or hanging out with them, then can turn into, you know, they're just a friend. Like, yeah. rather than a friend who you do something with. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I suppose it does, it is worth mentioning as well that there are, like, different styles of friendship and different, mm. you know, some people... Some people are just never going to be the first ones to reach out, but they will always like make the time if you do. Yeah. And it's just recognizing that's not necessarily a sign of a bad friend or a bad person. It's just a different way. Yeah. And often those people, because I, I feel like I'm sometimes one of those people, um, but if they can't meet up or, you know, organize a time with you, they should try to, you know, suggest an alternative. Oh, that's something... That when people don't do it, I get perhaps irrationally frustrated with. I'm like, no, no, no. If if we've made plans and like you cancel or something, or if we, or if I'm continually trying to make a time to spend time with you, mm. and you keep blowing me off, either this is like okay, I get the message and we're done. Yeah. Or like you're making the effort to offer another option yeah yeah because it shouldn't come down to you to read between the lines and you know figure out oh maybe this person doesn't want to hang out with me Mm. like and that could be it but like it's hard to keep putting in effort if the other person isn't even making it easy and they just keep putting the ball back in your court for sure you know know? it's like well (laughs) 
who has time for that? Yeah. For grown adults. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, folks. I'm just popping in to let you know that Stumble Through is now hosted on Acast. It's really exciting and it means that you're going to be hearing some ads on Stumble Through from now on. The ads do help me keep the podcast going and you can help me and stumble through if you wanted to make a once-off donation. You can support the podcast through the support the podcast feature. It's just a little link in the show notes and you can make a once-off donation. There's no minimum spend, no strings attached. It's kind of like you're throwing me a coffee once in a while and that would be amazing. So if you want to support stumble through, click on the support the podcast link in the show notes. All right, back to the episode. Hope you enjoy. That does bring us to, you know, the feelings thing again, which is, you know, we found people that we think are cool. And now the next issue is how awkward we can feel. (laughs) Because it's like, it's sort of similar to dating, I guess, because we get all self-conscious and we're like, oh, you know, we're just sitting there. Like, please like me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So what are your tips for dealing with those feelings? Embracing that awkwardness is just a part of life yeah (laughs) I have very very like many awkward moments like Mm. and I've just embraced that and you know roll with it laugh at it it often makes the other person feel more comfortable as well Mm. and and just like you know they'll be like oh this person's way more awkward than I am and and then it's just more comfortable for them and they like obviously don't go out of your way to you don't make it weird. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make it weird intentionally. You can literally just say, oh, that was a bit awkward. Sorry. Yeah. Or like, oh, that, that came across a bit weird, didn't it? Sorry. I didn't mean that. And then yeah. that will be a moment of almost vulnerability and the other person can go, oh, it's fine. Or yeah. that you're right. It can make you feel closer to the person because you're like, oh, no, I have been there myself. I too have said something silly. Yeah. <laughs> I too have been like, oh, that sounded different in my head. Yeah. And then, you know, if someone ends up judging you <laughs> for something, then it's probably not yeah. going to be your friend anyway. So. No, don't. That's okay. That's that's not your friend. You've both saved some time. Yeah. And honestly, like, we're welcome to life. Yeah. We are awkward. We make mistakes. We learn. Hopefully we get better. Ah, yeah. (laughs) I, like, I'm thinking of some of the awkward moments I've had just with patients, like, in the Mm. hospital. And you laugh it off. And they laugh it off, too. And they, you know, they appreciate it. For sure. Yeah. And honestly, no one thinks about it as much as we think they do. Exactly. Like, when was the last time you obsessed over how awkward someone else was? Exactly. Like, it just doesn't happen. No, you only obsess over how weird you were. <laughs> mm. Which, I, I get it. You know, it's a survival thing. It's like, oh, I got to learn from that. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, it's not as big a deal as we think it is. Now it's time for the Things I've Never Said segment, where we accept anonymous submissions and confessions from our listeners on the topic we discuss. We have one submission this week, and it says... It's so hard to keep up the momentum when you've met someone cool. It feels like that initial connection just fizzles out before we get to have that coffee. Yeah. 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 That's happened to all of us, I think. Absolutely. And sometimes I've noticed it's because of the time between when you said, oh, let's have coffee and actually, you know, trying to make plans or something. Yeah. It's almost like a dating app in the ways that like once you say oh we should meet then it's like okay but let's 
meet as quickly as possible. Yeah, actually putting into action mm. the words that have been spoken. <laughs> yeah, just because otherwise like you forget. Mm-hmm. And the longer it's been, the easier it is to go, oh, well, this is more important. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, this, that, and the other, you know? Yeah, yeah. I find it helpful to have your schedule in your phone. Mm. So I've tried to do that, put my roster into my phone and because mm. I always have my phone with me. So it's easy to be like, these are the dates I'm free. Yeah. When are you free? Or is there a place you want to check out? That's mm. a good one too, I think, because it's yeah. a bit, you know, two birds, one stone kind of deal. For sure. Oh, it's the same with like, a, probably a really good one is also like movies or theater mm. or something like that. Or even if it's a concert, like, I don't know, I'm not a big concert goer, so maybe that's more of an intimate thing. I don't know. But if you say, oh, I really want to go to this movie, then that gives you a time thing to do a limited time too because the movie's only going to be in cinemas for so long yeah and you don't have to stress about what you're gonna say <laughs> yeah exactly you know and you can like debrief about the movie afterwards and then that gives you something to talk about too so yeah, yeah. but yeah it's true though it, it can be like you can make a new friend and then be like oh we should get coffee sometime mm-hmm. but then that's as far as it ever goes yeah and I think being aware that of that, and yeah, that your tendency yeah. is to do that, yeah, for sure. And that's like totally normal. Everyone has had that mm. more than once, at least, you know. Yeah, but I definitely feel like, especially when I've moved and I've been in like a new environment with only new people, mm. and you're put in that situation where you, if you want to hang out with people, you have to make new friends and you have to put yourself out there. You will make the time and. And you'll put in that effort so yeah and just sussing out where sure. you are where yeah. you're at mm. I think you're right and you know putting yourself out there it's it's not just you know you have to leave the house you have no. to yeah. go and do a thing and activities are great because as we said before it gives you a place and a time it gives you a group of people actually I, I read that some sociologists have suggested that it's easier to make friends in a group as opposed to one-on-one. So Mm. those places where you do go to a dance class or you do like a regular cycling group or something, it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Less pressure. For sure, you know? I guess even when it comes to networking, you know, I I guess an easy thing, it's, it's not easy, but it's simple you know don't be afraid to be the one who's vulnerable first because Mm. often if you reach out and open up then someone else will mirror that yeah and it's just you know it doesn't have to be like deep-seated trauma like that's (laughs) that's probably not safe no but that's okay i was like what was that (laughs) i don't know what that is is an odd sound (laughs) but you know if it's something like oh i'm really nervous about this thing at work or something yeah that's a way to you know open up a little bit and talk about something that you felt or something that is a little bit less than perfect about yourself yeah yeah i think making friends as an adult is hard yes it is it really really is there are so many studies that say it yeah there's all these different tips and stuff but at the end of the day it's comes down to yourself and like Mm. if what your priorities are like you know if whatever time off you have you just need to do admin stuff and get on top of your life and that's Mm. what makes you feel good then that's 
probably what you'll prioritize yeah. doing. And that's not a bad thing. And yeah. not having heaps of friends um, is, fine. is totally fine. And probably even good. Like, yeah. to find good friends is really hard. Yeah. No, you're right. And that really beautifully rounds us out I think is there is there anything else that you wanted to say anything else you didn't get a chance to say during the rest of the podcast no I think this was a really interesting and good topic like (laughs) thank you I don't know like I think a lot of people struggle with it but you don't want to like how do you go around asking (laughs) like right it's It's so hard yeah it's not like when you're in kindergarten (laughs) no it's not and it's so like that's that's one of the things that makes me feel so awkward because I'm sitting there thinking like, oh my God, can you please be my friend? Yeah. And sometimes it can, sometimes it works to say it out loud. Sometimes it really does not. No. <laughs> yeah. Some people you can do that with because they'll be like, oh my God, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. And, then and other people are like, I was just standing in line to get coffee. Like, calm down. <laughs> yeah. I think everyone feels that, you know, and it's, it is hard and it's okay to struggle because you're not alone. Yeah. But just gotta, you know, put put out a branch or put out an arm and yeah, someone will. It'll be okay. And you know, if people don't take it, that's fine. Just keep, keep putting it out there. You know, can't win the race if you're not in it. Yeah. And find things that make you happy, even if it's not like stuff you do with other people. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose this is all friends in person. We should probably, we'll have to do a whole other episode on like how to make friends online. And then I'll have an entire section on safety. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Meet in a public location. (laughs) With all the lights on during the daytime. Yeah, I guess last question that I have for you is what would you do if you knew 10,000 people would do the same? I think given how hot it is, Mm. I would go for a swim and then mm. everyone would go for a swim and it'd be a massive pool party. And mm. I mean, this is assuming we're all swimming in the same place, but that's, mm. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, why not? That could be fun. Oh, mm. I love that. Now, because you're a doctor, you don't really have anything to plug, but you know, I wish you all the best in your endeavors. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I could plug the children's hospital or any sort of make donations if you can hospitals you know do enjoy receiving donations because it helps them do research and fund important things like entertainment for the kids and stuff yeah there's you know we even have like hospital schools and things so there's Mm -hmm. a lot more that goes on at a children's hospital than just you know making them feel better physically Yeah. yeah yeah Well, thank you again for your time today, Jay. And thank you for listening. Thanks, as always, to Zane at That's Not Canon Productions. Graphics are by Claudia Piggott, music by Jessica Fletcher, and editing by Dominic Guilfoyle. If you've stumbled upon us, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It helps other people find us and makes me really happy. You can find us on Instagram at StumbleThroughPod. We do pep talks every Sunday. Until next time, do your best and take care of each other. Bye. Chat soon. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.